It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. This is the Fox News Rundown Extra. I'm Dave Anthony. Today we go into uncharted territory. A presidential campaign like no other. The front runner in the Republican race by far is also the defendant in three criminal cases and perhaps soon a fourth. Former President Trump calls all these indictments election interference, claiming he's being persecuted by his political rival, President Biden, with the two on a collision course for a 2024 rematch. But it is possible that doesn't happen. There are about a dozen other Republicans in the race still hoping to win the GOP nomination. But how? We talked to Ari Fleischer who used to be President George W. Bush's press secretary the same day of the Trump arraignment on those charges related to his trying to overturn the last election. As I say in all these extras, the conversation was too long to put all of it into the regular rundown, so here we are today posting the whole thing for you. And we could not be happier. You're here to listen. And we hope you come back for more. And now, Ari Fleischer on the Fox News Rundown Extra. Joining us again on the Fox News Rundown is Ari Fleischer. He, at one time, was the White House press secretary under President George W. Bush. He's now a Fox News contributor and, I'm sure, watching the Republican 2024 race with great interest, like all of us. Former President Trump remains the frontrunner by far. On Thursday, he goes to court again to face an arraignment again on his third indictment, and he might even have a fourth in the election case that's being investigated in Georgia. Ari, first of all, thanks very much for joining us again. My pleasure, Dave. So here we have another indictment against the former president. This one dates back to the 2020 election and the Capitol riots. He goes to court, and he's still, by far, the number one choice for Republican voters, poll after poll after poll, what do you make of where we are now? I, I don't I can't stand where we are now in, in the name of, quote unquote, saving our democracy. They're making things more perilous for our democracy. What are they going to do if Donald Trump wins this election because the American people want him to be the president? And there's a lot of evidence that Donald Trump could win the presidential election in 2024. Are they going to put him in prison? Are they going to have the Secret Service guard the president of the United States from inside a prison cell? Is President Trump going to pardon himself? And then is President Trump going to do to the Democrats what the Democrats have done to him and prosecute Joe Biden or Hillary Clinton or Hunter Biden? I mean, this is perilous stuff, and it's best left to the people to settle this. And that's why I'm very uncomfortable with criminalizing what's inherently bad political behavior. Well, it should be left to the people to settle. Obviously, those on the other side will argue, look, just because he's running for president and just because things could get messy, we shouldn't overlook possible criminality, possible crimes. Why should we give him a pass? 
Because it needs to be clear-cut evidence of crimes when you go after a president. It cannot be something that divides the nation the way this is dividing the nation with the implications of the next president of the United States being subject to a, a, a conviction. What do you do then? How do you settle that? This is uncharted territory in our system. Um, look, I've never thought the election was stolen. I have said that regularly on the air. Donald Trump believes it was stolen. So is it a crime for him to have that belief? I think he's wrong. But it's not a crime. If saying an election was stolen was a crime, half the Democratic Party would have to go to prison. You in the Stacey Abrams gubernatorial election, Senator Sherwood Brown from Ohio, Senator uh, Booker from New Jersey, they both said the election was stolen. Should they go to prison? What about all the collusion allegations against Donald Trump that turned out to be lies? What about the Steele dossier that turned out to be lies? Should Robert Mueller have to go to prison because he investigated Donald Trump and used the levers of power and the levers of government over something that turned out to be a lie? Should Eric Swalwell, should Adam Schiff have to go to prison? Should Nancy Pelosi have to go to prison because they pursued collusion allegations and ardently believed that Donald Trump colluded and it turned out to be a lie? And here's another example, and I think this one is even more telling because it led to riots. It led to widespread riots, looting, attacks on the police, and then one instance later, the shooting of two police officers. Should anybody who said about the Ferguson shooting, hands up, don't shoot, should they go to prison? Because that turned out to be a lie. That was a lie that led to riots. Are we now going to prosecute anybody who says, hands up, don't shoot? We are in uncharted territory where speech, vehement, passionate, deeply held speech, even if I disagree with it, is now a criminal act? I just don't get it. So now the question becomes, how do the candidates running against former President Trump handle this? Some have been on his side saying that he is a target and we have to stand up against these indictments. Others have been very critical that he that he brought shame upon himself, which is what Chris Christie says. Will Hurd says he's just running to try to stay out of prison and scam people into paying his legal bills. How do they handle this? Because they want to win the nomination, too. Yeah, I just don't think anybody's going to be able to beat Donald Trump on this because the Republican base is reacting to this by saying the deck is stacked. You're going against Trump and doing things to him that you did not do to Hillary Clinton, you, that, the classified documents case, that you obviously aren't doing to the president of the United States, Biden's son, to protect Joe Biden. And so the deck is stacked. And I think that's a winning argument for Republicans because it's the truth. So the only thing I think you can do is I think Mike Pence actually is the one who, in this instance, got it the most right by saying that that. It's not criminal, but constitutionally what Donald Trump tried to do, he shouldn't be in charge of upholding the Constitution because what he sought to do. And that's a judgment. That's a political judgment. Let people make that judgment. Now, a lot of the election thinks the electorate was stolen, but I think almost all those people are going to vote for Donald Trump and aren't open to somebody else. But a lot of the electorate questions whether it was stolen. I'm Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com. 
You know, in the New York Times Siena poll this week, 53%, that's the number who are having a, a negative view of former Vice President Mike Pence. More than half Republicans have a negative view of him. Yeah, and I don't know that that's tied to January 6th. Okay. I, I think that's for bigger, deeper, longer reasons than that. But if you're going to beat Donald Trump in the primary, you just have to take Trump on. You have to take Trump on from somebody who supports Donald Trump's policies, but you have to show that you're a steadier outsider than Donald Trump, that you're the steady outsider, that Donald Trump is unsteady, that Donald Trump, because of all the distractions, isn't going to be able to get the job done. He won't be able to build the wall. He won't be able to carry through on the things that he wants to do because everywhere he goes comes so much noise that it's an impossible job for him to do. That, I think, is the case. And then you got to show why you're better than Donald Trump, which is what Tim Scott is trying to do. Tim Scott is trying to show just by being positive why he's better than the rest of the field. Uh, That's how I think you're going to beat Donald Trump, a combination of proving you're better and taking him on where necessary. Okay. Now, now, you brought up Tim Scott. He has risen. He's gotten into the low single digits, 10-11% in polls in like some of the early contest states, like in Iowa. Chris Christie... Not getting into the double digits yet. He's the one who is the strongest saying the former president, he failed in his office to build a wall. He failed to do all these things. He's not the right choice now. We have to do something different. He's not gaining traction. He's getting a lot of television time, but he's not gaining traction. Yeah, Chris Christie's not it. He's not the one. You're not going to beat Donald Trump by being against Donald Trump. You're going to beat Donald Trump by being for Donald Trump and being better than Donald Trump. That's the only way to beat him. Donald Trump has remade the modern Republican Party. It's very much an outsider party now. It's not an establishment party. And it's a much tougher party, a much more blue-collar party. Um, Chris Christie, to use a boxing analogy, he may be trying to soften up Donald Trump's belly by just trying to land punches, but Chris Christie is never going to be the one who wins this fight. What about Florida Governor Ron DeSantis? He was in the 20s. The last couple of polls, he's in 15, 17 percent. He's almost 40 points back or is more than 40 points back, depending on which poll you look at. He's cut staff. He's made changes. What do you think of him? I think the first debate is do or die for Ron DeSantis. He really has to come across as somebody who is likable, is attractive, who is gives you a sense of where he'll take the country. And he's able to both punch up at Donald Trump and punch down at whoever has come after him in that debate. If he doesn't do well, I, I just think his, his star is already eclipsing and he cannot afford a bad first debate. Then I do think it's going to be too, too late for him. Uh, he does have time to turn it around, but that debate's going to be crucial for him. Do you think Donald Trump will show up? He has hinted more than once. There's no reason for him to be at this first debate. It's now about 20 days away. Do you expect him on that stage or not? I don't. And the only reason, if you're Donald Trump, that I think you should show up on that stage is because you're going to want Joe Biden to show up on that stage one year from now or in October of 2024. And Biden will be able to say, well, Donald Trump didn't show up, so why should I show up? It's good enough for Donald Trump. It's good enough for me. And you want that 82-year-old or then 81-year-old man to be up on stage debating. So that is the only reason if you're Trump. But when you're ahead by this much in the polls in the primary, 
I think it's political malpractice to give your opponents a chance to level the playing field with you. Uh, so th that's that's where I see that one. He's got a primary reason not to show up, but a general election reason to show up. And knowing how everybody goes for the short term instead of the long term, I doubt he'll show up. 52% of Republicans in the New York Times poll say they are not even considering anyone else, only former President Trump. But if he's not on that debate stage and they tune in, maybe they'll start to like somebody and maybe they'll open their mind. Is that possible? Yes. Look, I, 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 there will be an alternative to Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the overwhelming front runner, but alternatives always emerge. And that alternative will emerge sometime this fall, most likely into the late fall. And then the question is, after probably New Hampshire, who has everybody dropped out, several will drop out in the fall. By New Hampshire, post-New Hampshire, is it one-on-one? -on -one? Is it a one-on-one -on -one race? And that changes everything. A one-on-one -on -one race in, in the Republican primary, someone could still emerge to defeat Donald Trump. Donald Trump could still win. If it's two, three, four candidates against Donald Trump, Donald Trump, of course, will win with the pluralities. But that's how I see the shape of the field. Uh, about a dozen candidates now, three, four, five will drop out by December. And then after New Hampshire, another few will drop out. Who will be that one-on-one? -on -one? What are the chances? You know, we were talking about how now he's facing 78 charges and three indictments. Maybe there's a fourth indictment. And, and people seem to be rallying around, well, they're after him. So I have, they're after him for a reason. We've got to support him. Is it possible in three or four months people might just be weary of it all before his first trial ever even starts and don't want to deal with it anymore? Is that possible? Yes, I do think that's one of the causes that would allow an alternative to Trump to emerge and emerge strong. There is a sense of weariness. You know, the, the thing that people say about Donald Trump, even those who like his policies that I hear the most, is I wish he would tweet less. And that's kind of a catch all for is he too hot to handle? Does he get in his own way? Is he such a counter puncher that sometimes his punch goes round and he hits himself in the jaw? That's this unease about Donald Trump. And a good part of the party loves it because they want the belligerent, tough fighter. But a good part of the party says, gosh, sometimes he just goes too far. And I think that'll be the shape of things to come. And the trials fit that. It fits both sides of it. He's our fighter, win those trials. And man, it's, it's always something with this guy. Both sides exist. And that's what a primary will flesh out. That's why primaries are healthy. Leave it to the voters. The first trial date for him is in the New York hush money case. That's March 25th. By that time in New York, more than half the states will have already had their 2024 primary or caucus contests. He might already pretty much have the nomination in the bag at that point. Is that possible? Yes, that's possible. It, it, it sure is possible. Um, now, I still think an alternative will come along. So we'll have to see how strong that alternative is. But this is why I said, I, I, I said, Dave, that we're in uncharted territory and we're in a perilous place. If it's clear that he's the nominee and he's running even or a little bit ahead of Joe Biden, are we going to put him in prison? What does that look like? Would How that, do you do that? Would that be and an argument? If he wins the election? Ari, would that be an argument to delay the trials? 
Well, I really, I'm a believer in our Constitution, and I'm a believer in the sovereignty of the people. And when you have something like this, unless it's like Nixon, where two-thirds of the country, an overwhelming number of the country, thought Nixon was guilty, you let the public decide this. You don't prosecute. You don't become, let a Justice Department, uh, controlled by the opposition party especially, become the substitute for the public by trying to put in prison the political opponent. And so this is going to be the first crowdsourced jury we've ever had. If Donald Trump wins the election, because the people want him to win the election, obviously he's going to have his Justice Department dismiss all the charges, uh, won't pursue any appeals, justice will drop it, and he won't be prosecuted. If Joe Biden wins and Donald Trump is convicted, then Donald Trump either goes to prison, is under house arrest, who knows what that's going to look like. But that's why the public is going to really be the ones who ultimately decide the jury outcome. Even if a jury of, uh, of his peers convicts him, the public can overrule the conviction, so to speak. On the other side of that coin, though, if he is convicted and it's before, let's say, the Republican nomination and the convention, say he is in line to be the nominee, but enough people will say, no, we can't afford to have him on the ballot and lose in November now that he's convicted. In 2016, people tried to put together a plan to take the nomination away from him at the convention. Could that happen again, if possible, no. in 2024? No? No. Uh, if, if, if Donald Trump is the front runner going in, if he's won the primaries and caucuses, I see zero chance okay. of a rebellion at the Republican convention that would take him down. Even if he had Frankly, been convicted in one of these trials or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I think Chris Christie and others will lead that boomlet to try to take him out. But especially among those who are duly elected uh, 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 delegates to a Republican convention, they'll be strongly for Donald Trump. I, I just don't see that happening even upon conviction. Um, they'll argue that it was a jury. Of, it wasn't a jury of his peers. It was a district of Columbia. It was Manhattan, which there's a lot of merit to it. Those are the worst places in the world to be tried for a Republican. And. I, I think there's a greater chance that Joe Biden has another health scare and he goes into the Democratic convention. And especially if there's a Democrat who looks like he could be stronger against Donald Trump, I think the chances would be higher that the Democrats at their convention say, Joe, what are you doing? Let's get a new generation in there. So help me with this part. How did former President Trump emerge back to where he is because if you go back right after the capitol riot right in 2021 and before he left office there were a lot of republicans that condemned what he said condemned the riot he wasn't walking away from the presidency in a good light for a lot of people how did he come back yeah i, I you know the democrats have made a, a pattern recently of interfering in republican primaries by trying to nominate the trumpiest candidate there was running and that way it would be easier to defeat him in a in a state race you can make the argument what they're doing with these prosecutions is the same thing who's the trumpiest candidate on the presidential level well it's donald trump they want trump to be the nominee instead of tim scott or nikki haley or another generation of republicans who would probably have a better chance of beating Joe Biden. So I do think these prosecutions 
have fortified Donald Trump inside the Republican Party. If they hadn't prosecuted him, I think it would have been a cleaner moral statement for Republicans to say Donald Trump's behavior on January 6th was wrong. He didn't incite the riot, but he certainly didn't do everything he could have to make those rioters leave instantly. And he should have been horrified by that riot. So I think the prosecutions took this from an internal moral Republican matter where they could have been critical of Donald Trump to a prosecutorial matter where people have to rally behind Donald Trump. Ari Fleischer, former White House press secretary under President George W. Bush, current Fox News contributor. Great to talk to you. Thank you, Ari. My pleasure. Good to talk to you. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Domenech, Fox News contributor and editor of the Transom.com daily newsletter. And I'm inviting you to join a conversation every week. It's the Ben Domenech Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.